be taken from John chapter 21. John chapter 21, verses 1 through 6. When you have it, say amen. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon and Peter and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathanael of Canaan and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon and Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fish. You may be seated. I certainly want to attempt to take my time this morning that every word may be clear and whatever thoughts you may have, it may be answered. It's now been two weeks since Easter, the resurrection. Many have gone back to things they'd done before. Even though we were excited and enjoyed Easter, some going out to dinner, family gatherings, among other things, we are now back to work. School is now in session. Attitudes are back. Some routines with old thoughts and habits. In fact, in many ways, we're doing just like Peter. We've gone fishing. We have picked up the pole of the world and gone fishing. Everything Peter experienced with Jesus, everything he went through, everything he had learned, he was about to go back to his old profession and occupation. I am glad with Jesus even though many forsook him, when he did not receive honor, when people turned their back on him, Jesus didn't go fishing. He never turned on his father or threw up the towel and said, I give up. 
He has always been there when we needed him. And always did those things that pleased his father. In fact, Jesus told the disciples, follow me and I will make you fisher of men. Jesus came so we could follow what is right and quit fishing for what is wrong. I want to talk this morning to the parents. I want to challenge the example you are setting. I want to talk to the older siblings, the brothers and the sisters. I want to ask you about the example you are setting. I want to talk to everyone that knows Jesus this morning. That includes the only child of the family, the single parent, or just single. I want to ask this question. Are you an example that can be followed? Or do you need an example to follow? Our subject this morning, quit fishing and start following. Quit fishing and stop, start following. When you are fishing, it does not always mean catching fish. Fishing also means to seek something indirectly. Sometimes when people ask questions, they are fishing for information. Many seek secondhand information when they should be seeking firsthand revelation. For the natural man to read the Bible is only information. But when a spiritual man studies to show himself approved unto God, the Bible, it is a revelation. If not careful, fishing can cause you to catch something you don't want. Just for a natural example, when fishing, when you put your line in the water, you don't always pull up a fish. And if it's not, and it's, if, it's, if it's fishing, you're not, if you're fishing for a bass, you don't want to pull up a carp. For those who fish, you know what I'm talking about. And depending on the water that you are in, depending on the water you are fishing, you might pull up a turtle. You could even pull up a snake. So when you are fishing for something in the world, I think you'll agree you can catch something you might regret later or something you don't want. I want to talk to the young in heart for a moment. Teenagers who mature in the body quicker than the mind. I'm going to say that again. Teenagers, those who have gone beyond being a teenager, still have matured in the body quicker than the mind. Amen. Amen. Young in age, but not of age. 
you ought to indirectly seek or fish to see what life is all about. Some are curious about smoking and drinking things. You want to date and mess around. You want to find out what your peers and friends have been bragging about. Anybody admit to that? All of a sudden, hands got folded. If you really had a real talk with your parents, they would tell you if they had to do it all over again, many of those things they wouldn't do. It cost. It took something away. If I only knew what I knew now, things would have been different. You can, listen, you can take a dress or a pair of pants that you bought, you can take them back if you're not satisfied with them. Even if you've worn them. I mean, understanding, uh, uh, when I bought a pair of shoes, they, they said, wear them for a week. If you don't like them, bring them back. Or in, in, in certain beds, uh, uh, hang on to it for 30 days. If you don't like it, bring it back. Even with certain contracts, you can... Sign a contract for something, and in three days, you have an opportunity to cancel that contract. But when it comes to things that personally involve your body, there can be consequences and nothing to take back or change your mind about. Are you listening to me today? Because some of you have or want to fish to see what life is all about, or gotten involved in smoking and drinking. Some have messed around with others. And what happened is you become a statistic of rape. Some have been drugged. Some are missing. Sex trafficking. Others are dead. Why? Because they fish for the pleasures of this world, which leads to death. And did not follow the advice of their parents, which leads to life. Hindsight does not help your first sight. How many understand what I'm saying? Because of your disobedient fishing, because of your curiosity, because of your choices, you could lose your life. Now, let's look at Peter again. We all can relate to Peter. That was a good spot for amen. There are some of us who would like to say, uh, uh, well, I, I got like a Martha Mary. Don't, don't even pretend that you got a Martha Mary spirit. Peter got mad and cut the man's ear off. How many of us? have gotten mad and wanted to do some great bodily harm to someone. That's a Peter attitude. And we're talking about after you got saved, not before. P 
Peter denied Christ three times in an hour. How many times have you denied Christ? And don't put up one finger. When Peter was confronted, he straight out cussed. How many of you have used language not pleasing to God? This ain't a time to fold your hands. And, and, and you, can't, you can't hide the thoughts of your mind before God. Before God. Because of some of the things Peter had, we can identify. This may be the reason we are fishing and not following. Yes, we are dying and denying flesh daily. And with the help of God's spirit, we replace it with God's word. That's why we need to follow revelation and not information. Information can get you killed. That was a good spot for you, man, too. Information can get you killed. Revelation will give you life. Now, Peter was chosen to be a follower of Christ. And so are we. Peter heard from the Father who Jesus is. And so have we. Peter was given the keys to the kingdom. And so have we. Peter was there when he heard a voice from heaven out of the Mount of Transfiguration. Peter was with Jesus when the young child was raised from the dead. Jesus permitted Peter to walk on water. Peter saw Jesus speak to the winds and waves. Peter went to the grave that they laid Christ in and his body was gone. When Jesus told Thomas to touch the nail prints in his hand, Peter was there. But yet after witnessing all these things, being the one who was given the keys to the kingdom, Peter stood before others and said, I go fishing. And so said they all. Parents, out of all the things you have experienced, out of all the things you have gone through, out of all the things Jesus has done for you, or all the things he said to you, knowing in hindsight, you would not do it again. Why go fishing again? Why not be an example for your children rather than a non-example or your children being an example for you? Big brothers and big sisters, who do you think is watching you? Who do you think is going to try and top you? Spouses, be an example for the husband and the wife. Even if they are not doing as they should. Husbands can be won by your chaste conversation. Wives can be won by the example given by the husband. Quit fishing and start following. If Jesus had to do it for all, all over again for us, would he do it? Would he do it? Listen to what Jesus went through. Jesus was brought before the council and Pilate by his choice. He knew what was required of him. 
When the soldiers came, Jesus asked, who do you seek? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said, I am he. And they fell backward. Remember, Jesus said, I am that I am. Before Abraham was, I am. The power in those words, I am. Yet voluntarily, Jesus went with them. Jesus was found innocent of all claims before Pilate, but guilty of telling and living the truth. Pilate said, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. Jesus was beaten with 40 stripes. They say no man could survive 40 lashes, so they gave men 39. But they gave Jesus all 40. Jesus was not whipped with any ordinary whip, but with a whip of what they call the cat o nine tails. This whip could tear flesh and draw blood with each lash. It was used for severe physical punishment. If that was not enough, after Jesus was beaten, he began to carry his own cross. Jesus was so weak, someone had to help him and carry his cross the rest of the way. If that was not enough, they put nails in his hands and feet where he hung by them on the cross. Scholars argue where the nails are located on the hands. But what difference does it make? The nail, they nailed him to the cross. And he did not resist nor say a word against them. In fact, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. If that wasn't enough, they put a crown of thorns on his head that drew more blood. Which pain was worse? The whip, the nails, or the crown? And to add insult to injury, injury, if that wasn't enough, a soldier pierced him in the side and out came water and blood. And our scholars again argued whether it was the right side or the left side. What difference does it make? If it was either side that would matter, the Holy Ghost would have told us. But the water represents baptism and the blood for the remission of sin. I think y'all heard that somewhere. <laughs> for Hebrews tells us without shedding the blood, there is no remission. And if that wasn't enough, in the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken me? But God did not forsake his son. But he could not look upon his son with the sins he carried to the cross. For the sins that Jesus carried to the cross was ours. With the stripes that he was beaten with, we are healed. With the nails that he received, nail our iniquities to the cross. Isaiah 53 and 5 said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon him. And with his stripes, 
we are healed. It was at the cross he bore our sins. And if that wasn't enough, and at that moment, the father who Jesus knew so well could not look upon him as he carried our sins. So for that moment, for that second, Jesus had separation. Separation he never experienced before. There's nothing more painful, saints, than to be separated from the one you love and know. Oh, I, I, can, I can feel the pain, but don't understand in, in the times that I've been separated from Sister Rosalind. When I got drafted in the army, that was a separation. Had to wait for hours, waiting in line to get in the phone booth, to call, hoping that when I called, she'd be there. And I have to send a letter earlier, I'm going to call on such and such a date, such and such a time. And she way at the phone, hoping that her other sisters and brothers wasn't on the phone. For Jesus to be separated from his father for a moment. Something he never experienced or knew before. It was one thing not to be in the bosom of the father, but now had to be in a body like ours that was sinful. But now because of the sin that he was going to carry, was going to separate him from his father. Jesus' life was not taken by man. He gave it up for us. At any time, he could have called down angels, and his father would have sent them. Even in the garden when he prayed, he said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass. But then he said, nevertheless, not my will but dying. Jesus did all of this for us. There has never been a man like Jesus, and there never will be another. If we love God, as we say we do, regardless of the pain we have experienced, regardless of the disappointments, regardless of how people have treated us, Regardless of the things that have been thrown at us, are we willing to follow Jesus? Is he worth leaving those things that failed us? Is he worth letting go of those things that cripple us? Is he worth dropping those that mean us no good? All the money and popularity in the world cannot give you the peace that Jesus can. If you lived as long as Methuselah, 969 years, you would still seek in time. If you had the wealth of Solomon, you'd be wanting more money. Bill Gates and Elon Musk cannot say anything about what Solomon had. Billionaires are always wanting and never satisfied. Solomon said it's all vanity and vexation of spirit. In hindsight, if you had to do things all over again, what would you do? 
Go back to John 21, verse 7. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, It is the Lord. That, that, that's, that's, who, that's who at the shore. Peter, it's the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked and did cast himself into the sea. Let's, let's understand something, saints, so, so you don't get a picture in your mind. The one telling Peter, first of all, who it was, was John. When it says Peter was naked, naked is not but naked. Naked is often used to signify the absence of the upper garment only. Peter had a linen garment which prevented him from swimming freely. You know how if you got all your clothes on and jump into the water, it's harder to, 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 to do anything than if you didn't have a top on. Which also meant they were not far from the shore. Verse 8 says, and the other disciple came in a little ship, for they were not far from the land, but as it were 200 cubits dragging the net with fish. This means all of them were not in the same ship. Fishing, 200 cubits, means they were about 350 feet from the shore. Verse 9, it is important to understand, it says, as soon as, as soon then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals and fish laid, upon, laid, laid thereon and bread. The fish in the fire Jesus had laid out was not the fish they had just caught. So he had it set up. If Jesus did not forsake those who he chose, if he did not forsake the very ones he gave power to cast out devils. If he did not forsake the very ones he took the time to teach. If he did not forsake those that cussed, denied, and went fishing on him. Why would he forsake us? All we have to do is what they did. Get off the ship that you're on. If, if we were like Peter, jump in the water and get to him. If we are like the others, bring the ship to him and let's set and eat and dine with him again. Let's quit trying to go fishing and start following. With that, my time is up and I thank you for yours.